This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. Yassine, fantastic to get you on Real Vision. Great to be here, Raul. Really excited about this conversation. First, just tell us what you do, and then we're going to go back in the past and find out how the hell you got here. Absolutely. Uh, so I currently uh, lead crypto research and business development at ARK Invest. Um, if, you know, for those maybe not familiar with ARK, we're an asset management firm focused exclusively on disruptive innovation. Um, so we primarily invest in um, the public equity universe, and we invest thematically across uh, five technology platforms. Uh, genomics, DNA sequencing, automation, robotics, energy storage, AI, uh, and one uh, crypto. So I, I cover kind of the crypto theme. Uh, started off just you know how do we get derivative exposure in the public equity space, and then and then more broadly how do we get the most efficient exposure? Give me a bit of your background. Where did you how did you get into this? I mean, it's funny. So I w was not a, a Bitcoin uh, OG where I could say I found uh, Bitcoin in the, the back page of a talk forum in 2013. Um, I actually fell down the, the Bitcoin rabbit hole first um, my junior year of, of college. So I studied at the University of Pennsylvania. I studied systems engineering and finance. Um, and actually very early on, I, I told myself, I didn't want to do the traditional kind of investment banking or consulting route that every pre-professional university uh, prides themselves on being a feeder school for. Uh, you know, it's like my freshman year, I, I would literally go into an info session and you'd have these people with, with literal business cards as freshmen in suits. And they'd be like, hey, you know, add me on LinkedIn. I was like, what What have you done? That sounds horrific. Um, so that was a, an immediate like turn off for me where I was like, okay, I, I go to a good school, but I'm not going to like be an ant in an ant colony. And so from, from, from the very onset, I was a quite kind of anti establishment per se. Uh, and my, my junior year, I was, I was fortunate enough to have found, um, you know, a, a small venture capital firm that, that allowed me to basically dive into any area of research that I was interested in. And at the time it was early 2017, Obviously, the headlines of, you know, ETH crossing $100 and Bitcoin crossing $2,000. Uh, and I was like, let, let, let's see if, if there's something interesting for me to, to explore there. Uh, so got the opportunity to look at it from an investment in, in tech perspective. And, and honestly, it was like, OK, this is extremely, extremely compelling, um, both from a philosophical standpoint and from just an opportunity standpoint where not many people know what's going on even today. Uh, and so for me, it was like, I want to find a full-time job in the space, stumbled upon ARC through Twitter, uh, uh, and, and really the rest is history, kind of the power of, of meritocracy in, in this information age uh, where you can send a DM or you can retweet or you can write a thread and you will, you will get noticed. Um, so I've been, been at ARC now for about four years, um, primarily because I'm extremely fascinated by, by the whole crypto space and have fallen down the rabbit hole very, very deep. So when you first got into crypto, what was the thing that anchored you into it? 
So everyone comes with a different thing. Some people come with the philosophy, some people come with the kind of libertarian ideals, other people come with a financial system. What was your anchor? Uh, well, so it, it was, I think, a few things. I think the the first is the idea of how many I, how many themes and convergences crypto has to offer. There was this one chart uh, that, that, that like shows like a Venn diagram of all of the kind of concepts that crypto as a as a as a core kind of industry or idea touches on. So whether it's philosophy or politics or money or distributed systems or economic incentives or so it, it was just like this massive like rabbit hole that actually had a niche for everyone. Um, and and it was part, particularly when I when I came into it, it's like I actually didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I, I was studying both engineering and finance. So there was this convergence of, okay, you know, can you use both to breathe life into the system? So it ended up being a very natural extension. Uh, but for me, it was more, it was more so kind of the, the ground root kind of bottom up evolution of crypto. That was so, so fascinating to me, especially in the context of like what I had been exposed to where most things are top down, where there's a playbook, where if you follow a set of rules, you're going you're gonna to make it, quote unquote. Uh, and, and crypto kind of represented everything opposite to that. Uh, so on one hand, it was, a, it was specific to kind of my personality of being kind of against the grain or anti-establishment. But on the other hand, it's like there's a reason why there are tons of rabbit holes in crypto and why everyone kind of converges towards affiliating themselves in some way uh, to, to that, to the industry. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the unique things is we all start somewhere on our journey. Yeah. And then the more time you spend, the bigger it is. Right. Until you can't see anything else. Right. And it's weird because people outside who haven't really taken that time, you know, the kind of thousand hours you need to do to get involved, don't get it. And it sounds like this weird world. But as you say, it breaks down into so many different areas that are impacting every single part of both the financial system, our social lives, our economic lives, everything. And, and to, to your point, it's like not not only do you, can you not unsee it or once you spend a thousand hours, you realize there's so much. But it's like the more you discover, the more you realize how, how much you still don't know either. Uh, and that's also what's a, a, a very both motivating and humbling uh, kind of uh, field to be in where it's like I'm not trying to figure out the answer to everything. I've sort of acknowledged that there's absolutely no way that I can get a grasp on everything, but it's like a constant valve of endless learning and information and, and basically satiation of curiosity. So, so that, that's also something where it's like my, my job really feels like I'm just learning. I'm at the, I have a front row seat um, on kind of the future of tech broadly. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious, Ro, what, what What was your what was your kind of foray into 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 crypto? I had gone through the financial crisis in 2008, kind of predicted it, saw how bad it got. Then I was living in Spain when we almost lost the banking system in Europe, and Cyprus bailed in the banks and all of this. And I thought, okay, this debt problem is a huge issue. So I started going around the world looking to set up the world's safest bank. Um, thinking, you know, can I find a bank that has no leverage, just holds US treasuries or whatever? And then a friend of mine tapped me on the shoulder back in 2012 and said, what about Bitcoin? And I noticed it, it was on my radar screen. 
Um, I probably wrote the first macro strategy paper on Bitcoin in 2013, um, comparing it, it to gold using the above ground supply of gold and the known reserves of gold, backed it out into Bitcoin and said, well, if gold's at 1300 bucks, Bitcoin's worth a million dollars. And you know, the, the difference between here and there was adoption. And so I, I first invested when it was at 200 back in 2013, saying, this is the best risk reward I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. And it's continued to play out. That's amazing. That's amazing. How do you deal with the complexity of the space? I mean, I deal with it by, by admitting that I don't need to know everything and that I don't know everything. And nobody knows where this is going because it's, it's a complex ecosystem that's adaptive and endlessly evolving. But people struggle. It was really easy when it was a Bitcoin-only world and then it was a Bitcoin and ETH world. And now it's like, oh, my God. How do you how do you get your head around all of this? There there are two there are two angles to take with that question where it's like how do you deal with it maybe from an investment standpoint right or it's like an asset management standpoint yeah and also from a personal exhaustion exactly. standpoint but then also how do you deal with it from like your own personal curiosity of like what is it that you're going to be looking at today um, I, I so for me it, it's one I've there's so much noise. There is a ton of noise. And I think the biggest difficulty for me was like, okay, how do you filter the signal from the noise? Uh, especially because arguably the most reliable sources are like the Twitters and, you know, maybe the discords and the telegrams of the world, um, which, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to sift through before you find, um, b- before you find the real, the real signal. Um, so practically it's like, I've actually developed a a group of people that I, that I honestly trust, um, that I've uh, learned to rely on, um, to, to, to kind of help me sort of guide my, my thinking. Um, and that actually started, uh, in the early days where what I do is I would basically go on Twitter and follow a bunch of people and have all of their notifications turned on. Um, and basically follow for maybe a week or two weeks every single reply or retweet or tweet they effectively um, they ha- they had or they shared their blogs, uh, and that would allow me to create like a mental model of exactly what their framing is and what their way of thinking is, and from there it's like okay you know that how this person thinks so let's go and see how that person thinks and then it's a matter of okay synthesizing it and coming up with a, a co- not necessarily a cohesive narrative but a but a narrative that allows for you to to really get a get a sense of you know what people are thinking and 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 their differences in, in opinions uh, largely because there's there's a ton out there um in terms of how i deal with it i i tend to think like the, the principles and the and the philosophical alignment with my own um like with with who i am is kind of how i navigate the space broadly because then it's just a never-ending perpetual cycle of here's the next coin that's going to be 10x better faster cheaper um, so something like Bitcoin, for example, I think is an irreplaceable ne- network um, in, 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 with regard to kind of its conception, with some of the network effects that it's been able to command, with its um, with its sort of design implementation, um, and something like kind of recreating global based money or creating an alternative to digital uh, to gold or creating a, a you know sen- uncensorable monetary network is something that. There really is no other use case, in my opinion, that is more interesting uh, to me. Um, and and with that as like the anchor, it becomes easier to navigate and not necessarily look at the next shinier, faster, better thing. 
Um, you know, I think obviously the next generation protocols are really, really interesting, but you can very easily get lost in the next shinier, better, faster thing if it's only based on what is interesting, right? Um, so as an asset manager, as as someone who like just tries to navigate the space, like what are the set of principles that I like abide by um, that will kind of stick through regardless of whatever the next generation protocol might look like? And that's helped a lot with my sanity, with my mental health, and, and just with kind of navigating the space broadly. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.